0: Welcome to the Nate KG Podcast, where I usually talk with jump ropers to ask them the simple, all-encompassing question, what is jump rope to you? This episode is going to be a little bit different than normal. It's more of a bonus episode this week. At the time this podcast is being released, the sport of jump rope is heading into peak competition season with all of the national and world championships happening in the next several weeks. So I decided to gather some competition tips and advice for all of the competitors out there gearing up for their events. I reached out to this week's interview guest, Mike Fry, and next week's guest, Michelle Fongson, to get some of their thoughts on how to prepare for competition, how to handle a bad run, things to remember during competition, and more. They definitely delivered, and I'm hoping this will serve as a resource for some of you that are competing in the next few weeks. Also, after listening to their responses, I had a few things I wanted to underscore and add, so I'm going to stop by again after we hear from them. This episode is going to be shorter than normal, but I will still have show notes for the main points up at NateKG.com. So without further ado, let's get into these competition tips with Michelle Fongson and Mike Fry.
1: So jump rope tips for competition or competition tips. Uh, First one is get lots of good rest. Get in bed before 9 p.m., 10 p.m. really, if you can, um, and get a good night's rest. Eat, eat some breakfast. I think always starting with something to nourish your body and to fuel your body is really important. Um, drink lots of water. I, I usually keep a bottle of water with me that I am constantly refilling throughout the day and making sure that I have a goal for myself that I'm gonna drink at least three bottles of water. Um, and when it comes to competition and events, making sure that you obviously know the scene. So knowing where where the warm-up area is, knowing where the staging area is, and really getting a good visual on where you're going to be at every moment throughout the day. And same with team events, making sure that you're gaming, game planning that during for for your teams and making sure you're keeping track of one another and also supporting one another. Uh, and then last, I think is having fun. Um, knowing that you're, there's always going to be events that are not going to go the way that you want them to. And it's just one event. And, and taking the time to sit with that moment and how you're feeling, but then acknowledging it, embracing it, and then letting it go and moving on to the next event. And that's the thing that I think is most important for um, events that don't go the way that you want them to go. And there's always another competition and there's always another event ahead of you. Um, And then also smile. Always smile and have fun and be there for one another because that's what this sport is all about.
2: Things to remember during competition. Try to remember that this is jump rope and it's supposed to be fun. Um, Try to think about all the reasons that you got involved in jump rope and why you're still jumping today because... You could have any one competition go any number of ways. You could have a great competition. You could have a horrible competition. You could have some good events and some bad events. And if you've been jumping for any amount of time, you've experienced all three. I've had competitions where everything is tanked. I've had competitions where almost every single event has been amazing. And I've had ones where it's been a little bit of a mix of the two. So, you know, don't let any one competition um, affect you or sway you in any, any way to, to leave the sport or to make any kind of, you know, drastic decisions. Um, and just, just have fun as much fun as you can have. Um, you're getting to spend time with people that you don't get to see very often people from other teams. Uh, you, you have an amazing opportunity to learn from those people to, to form new friendships. It's a great opportunity to bond even further with your team. Um, and, and kind of the family community aspect of that. Um, just try to relax Um, definitely make sure that you're getting enough sleep while you're at competition. Um, try to eat healthy foods and yeah, just have as much fun as you can and enjoy the moment because, um, you're not going to be able to compete for your entire life. Um, I haven't competed in a long time, uh, but some of my fondest memories are from competition. So enjoy the moment that you're in and just have a great time couple things to add to things to remember during competition. Uh, you should make sure that you have a rope repair kit and that can be as simple as a pair of wire cutters and a screwdriver that fits to the screw on your speed rope. Um, you know, it's always great to have an extra set of freestyle handles, whatever handles you use, maybe some extra beads, some extra washers. And if you don't have those things, um, your coach definitely should have them. And if your coach doesn't, then, uh, hopefully, somebody on the team would have that because that is definitely going to help kind of ease some uh, maybe some anxiety about, you know, what if my rope breaks? Um, make sure you get in a really good warm up, a really good stretch, and try to stay warm throughout the day. Um, but overall, just don't do anything too drastically different than what you would do throughout the year. A lot of times, and I did this so much, a lot of times I would go to competitions and I would see what everyone else was doing. Especially when I was younger, I would see what everyone else was doing and I would think like, oh, I've got to do things so much differently. Like, look at how Summerwind's doing their speed drills. I need to do that. And I would try to change how I trained and how I warmed up the day of competition. That's not a good idea. You can take those ideas and and remember them and write them down uh, for training over the next year. Um, But while you're at competition, keep your warm-up, your your stretches, how you're running through your routines and your speed, speed drills. Keep those all the same. Don't try to make any drastic changes. So in the one or two weeks leading up to a competition, I would spend a lot of time visualizing. I just close my eyes and run through my routine. Um, Sometimes I would just lay down and do this. Sometimes I would stand up and actually go through the motions. I would do that for my freestyle routines. I would even do it for my speed. Uh, I would run the timing track as well. And if I'm doing it for freestyle, I would run through my routine um, and just make sure that my mind is in the right space where I know exactly what is happening uh, I know all my transitions between skills and I'm just calm. I'm focusing on, you know, taking nice deep breaths. Uh, so a lot of visual- visualization, really helps. Um, I'm also making sure that I'm, I'm trying to rest, catch up on some sleep that I may have been neglecting. Um, so getting a lot of sleep is really important. Um, you don't want to make any really drastic changes to anything in, in your lifestyle. Um, but in terms of just, you know, healthy eating, hopefully that's something you've been doing throughout the year. But if not, you know, there are some pretty basic things that you can do just, you know, cutting down on really greasy foods, really sugary foods, um, try to focus on fruits and vegetables, lean meats like turkey and chicken, uh, eggs, um, try to avoid, you know, really processed foods, um, not a lot of candy, not a lot of sugar, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, definitely, you know, you are probably spending time in the gym, but you don't want to overdo it. Um, the one or two weeks kind of right before a competition are sort of when you're winding down the intense training and sort of just doing stuff more for maintenance. Um, you don't want to completely stop jumping cause you'll show up really out of shape, but, um, don't do any really ridiculous, um, you know, speed drills that are totally uncharacteristic that you've never done before. Um, Don't try any, you know, new dangerous tricks. Um, Your routine should be completely set. If there's something you're missing on pretty consistently, take it out. It's just not worth, um, it's not worth the points that you may get if you hit it versus the points that you're definitely going to lose uh, if you miss on it. So if you're not hitting it, I would say if you're not hitting it 10 out of 10 times, take it out. Um, But probably a more lenient way is if you're not hitting it eight or nine out of 10 times uh, for sure take it out. Uh, So yeah, that's how I would get prepped before competition. How do you handle a bad run? You have to move on, you have to move on to the next event. You can put in hours and hours, hundreds of hours of work and blood and sweat and tears over the course of a year preparing for one event and putting all of your energy into that one event and you could go to competition and you could bomb you could miss on everything you could embarrass yourselves it could just be the worst uh, run of that event you've ever had but that's one event and most of you are not going to competition for one event you're going for individual events for team events speed and freestyle so if you have a bad run you've got to move on once it's happened it's happened you know it's not worth dwelling on Uh, You can't change what's already happened. So you've got to move on to your next event and put everything you have into that next event. Um, So if you have an event that just does not go that well, it's already happened, what's done is done, you've got to just move on to the next one and put everything that you have into that next event. I remember very specifically a year that... Uh, me and my three-person Double Dutch group put in so much time and energy into a into our three-person routine, went to competition, and completely tanked. And at that point, we could have just sulked and just kind of written off the rest of the competition, but we had one more event left. That was our Double Dutch four-person freestyle. We went out and hit that event cleanly, and we all won our very first uh, trophy that we had ever won. Um, and so had we just kind of written, written it off and said, competition's over, why even try, we would have never gotten that. It ended up being one of the like happiest and most proud moments of our lives. So you gotta gotta move on from a bad run and just keep on going, keep on giving it your best. What's the most important takeaway during competition? Just have fun and try to be present in the moment. I know the competition can be a nerve-wracking place, but um, you're not gonna be competing forever. And it's a really special moment in time that all of these different people from different teams around the country or even around the world are coming together to share in this experience for a few days or a week or two weeks. Um, And just enjoy the moment that you're in because um, it's a really, really special time in the sport, especially. Um, And so try to have as much fun as possible. Be there for your teammates. Try to learn as much as possible. It's a great uh, place to learn new strategies for uh, or new drills for speed, uh, new tricks, new combinations. Um, There's a lot of creativity and new ideas happening at competition. So uh, try to be a sponge and just absorb as much as possible. Um, But yeah, at the end of the day, just really enjoy the moment and try to have as much fun as you can.
0: All right, so I wanna underscore and add to a couple of points that Mike and Michelle made here. The first is perform what you practiced. When you get in the arena, fall back on your training. Don't make changes because introducing a last minute variable opens up the opportunity for lack of focus, which means misses. I'm speaking from personal experience here. <laughs> during my first junior Olympics, I decided it would be a really good idea to change my speed rope length and handles right before my run. That was not my best run. I'll <laughs> we'll just put it that way. Performing what you practice also removes unnecessary cognitive load. So think of your mind as a dinner plate. Is it full of 10 small portions of different food, or do you have three main power foods and plenty of empty space? Try to give yourself this empty mind space so that you can leverage it to be calm or to fill the plate by focusing your attention on a few critical variables, i.e. your next run, communicating with your team calmly, whatever it is. Clear that space, dial in on what you need to dial in on. Be ready, crush it. The other is eat and sleep. It seems so obvious, but often the most cliche advice is cliche for a reason. Sleep and food are both fuel for your body, literally. Are you gonna drive your car with a half tank full of the worst quality gas? Or are you gonna show up with a full tank of premium gas? So we know food is necessary for the body, but if you want detailed statistics and a medical approach to what happens in your brain when you get too little sleep, check out the book, Why We Sleep, Unlocking the Power of Sleep and Dreams. Cheesy title, I know, but it really dives into all the scientific reasons as to why you need enough sleep to perform optimally, especially in athletics. All right, so that's it for this episode. Hopefully you've got a couple of reminders for your upcoming competition. If you enjoyed this bonus episode, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or ping me on Twitter. Both of my handles are at Nate underscore KG. And best of luck at your upcoming competitions.